0: I would definitely say when you are building a team, make sure that you build a team culture that starts with your values, your purpose, and your
1: mission. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the IM CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello.
2: This is Gresh from the IM CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Trisha Brooke of the Big Talk Academy. Trisha, it's great to have you on the show.
0: I'm so excited to be here, Gresh. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Definitely super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Trisha so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Trisha is an internationally international award-winning director. She founded the Big Talk Academy and was the executive producer of TEDx Lincoln Square. She curates the speaker salon in NYC, hosts the Big Talk, and award-winning podcast, and her book, The Influential Voice, saying what you mean for lasting legacy was a number one new release on Amazon. Amazon. Trisha. It's great to have you on the show. You're doing so many awesome things. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: I'm so ready. Let's do this.
2: Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on what I call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing.
0: I've been working and living in New York City for three decades in film, television, and theater. And three years ago, a friend of mine who was a fan of my work, she reached out and said, I just landed a TED stage, a TEDx talk in Syracuse. Would you direct me? And I thought, that sounds super fun, just like a one-woman show. I'll do script analysis, we'll do intention, we'll do blocking and choreography, and it'll be amazing. And that's exactly what it was. She planted the seed after we had this experience and she said, you could really do this, you're really good at it. And I thought, people pay coaches to teach them how to speak? i never heard of such a thing. And before I knew it, I had all these amazing speakers and no place to put them. And I decided what's the best place for speakers? A TED stage, what is producers? what do producers do? I'm a producer, we put on shows. So I decided to become the executive producer of TEDx Lincoln Square and start amplifying and elevating voices on those stages in order to make the world a better place. I also decided two years later, after having produced TEDx Lincoln Square for two years, that I wanted to have even more impact. And that meant producing my own shows. It meant founding the Big Talk Academy, where I could actually take people through a signature speaker program and really help. People communicate effectively and with dignity and with respect. So, in the last three years, I've put over fifty speakers on to more than fifteen hub stages. I've produced several speaker events here in New York City. I founded the Big Talk Academy. I produced the speaker salon, which is a live incubator for speakers in the city. And I wrote the influential voice saying what you mean for lasting legacy, because I truly, truly believe, Gresh, that we need to learn how to to communicate with dignity and respect and to give all voices the opportunity to be heard in the world. And that is how this all came about.
2: Nice. And I absolutely love that word that you use, kind of empowering and amplifying, you know, because I'm a big believer in a lot of times we have, you know, skills, we have talents, we have gifts, but sometimes if you're not able to communicate that, if you're not able to be empowered and feel that amplification that you talked about and do in so many different ways, then it's almost, I don't want to say it's as if we didn't do it or we don't have it, but I love that you're able to kind of bridge that gap so that people can make the impact that they hope to have.
0: And part of why I wrote The Influential Voice is because, I was sitting in New York City during the height of the chaos and uncertainty of the pandemic. And we had just come out of the impeachment hearings, the first impeachment hearings. Ahmaud Arbery's murder became public. Breonna Taylor was murdered. And then George Floyd was murdered. And I thought, what is happening? And how how am I part of the problem? And how can I be part of the solution? So I sat down and I wrote The Influential Voice about the systemic racism in this country and how we need to come together and learn how to communicate with dignity and respect. And it is not about everybody having the same opinion. It's about learning how to coexist and to do what's right. So this book is so important and powerful and also elevating speakers. And in my community, inclusion is one of the core values. Along with community. So that's why being the CEO of the Big Talk Academy and my company is so important to me. And it's why I get up in the morning every single day.
2: Yeah. And I I almost, you know, feel and I don't know if you feel the same way is that a lot of times when we step into our voice, step into who we are, not only does it help us out and make that impact that we hope to have, but it also gives people that reminder and that permission to do it as well. So I appreciate you so much for writing the book and, and having the show and doing all those things, because not only does it help you to kind of amplify your voice, but it helps so many others that may not feel like they are able to do that as well
0: right. May not feel able or may not know how. Mm. And I think that's why it's so important for every CEO who is listening to this broadcast that your teaching and your mentorship and how you show up and model who you are will have an impact on someone else.
2: Absolutely. That's where the power lies. So I love that you're able to do that. So I know you touched on the different ways by which you do that. Did you have any more that you can kind of tell us on how you work with your clients and what that process looks like?
0: Sure. I work with my clients one-on-one who desire to really have more visibility as a speaker. And that's super high touch. And it's a a limited, it's a, a minimum of six months. It takes a long time to create that kind of visibility. And that includes head work, keynotes, companions to their books. It also includes PR and marketing. My also my membership is a way that I work with speakers And what I realized is I was working with mostly speakers in New York City at the speaker salon people who would work with me one on one here, and all of a sudden I thought wait a minute there's there's amazing speakers in Singapore and the Philippines and the UK and New Zealand and Australia who want to amplify their voices. How can I make it possible for people to work with me who can't come to New York City? And that's why I founded the Big Talk Academy. And that's why I founded the membership community. So I really want to give people as much opportunity and as many ways to work with me as possible, whether you are ready to invest in six months, or whether you want to invest in a monthly membership, which is a a small investment of of resources. And that's really meant to serve as many people as possible because the ripple effect that happens when you learn how to effectively communicate, whether it's from a membership community or from one-on-one high touch, or whether it's going through the signature speaking program, every every bit of information that you are able to absorb as a speaker will have that kind of ripple effect when you take it out into the world.
2: Awesome. 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 So I wanted to, to, to hear now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself personally, or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: It's really that I've been working in film, television, and theater for 30 years. I see the world through the lens of, I'm a former dancer, so I see the lens through movement and choreography. I also have created a safe space for all of my actors to play scenes in. And I know how to do script analysis from all the scripts that I've written and also analyzed. So being able to come to the table through the art of public speaking with the lens of a showbiz person really is what sets me apart and also gresh i'm from missouri i live in new york city across from alvin ailey dance theater but i'm from missouri and what that means is that i'm a midwestern girl what i what i say is what i mean (laughs) and i also am super super authentic and what you see is what you get so there's no bells and whistles here. I show up fully and in, 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 in authentically and in alignment with my clients. And I think that's also what sets me apart from other people.
2: Definitely, definitely, definitely. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: LastPass has reduced my stress level by 150 percent. If you don't know about LastPass, it is a password housing system where you enter one password and everything is in this one space. And it's everything from all your passwords to your driver's license, to your passport number, to anything and everything that you need to remember. That has eliminated my stress. Also, you can share certain passwords with your team without them seeing it. So if I need my team to get into my website, if I need my team to go into Acuity and schedule something, I can share that link with my team and they have access. So it's a game changer. And then I also wanted to share a book with you that I read when we were at the height of quarantine. Grant Cardone's TEDx. 10x rules. I became obsessed with this audiobook. And I would literally every Saturday clean my house while listening to the audiobook. And I was just like, yeah, x baby, I can do this. I'm gonna do 80 YouTube videos in quarantine with no <laughs> hair and makeup. <laughs> and I did.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and it's so funny. I, I love that book just because, and, and I want to go back and read it now too. So I, I might also be with you doing those 80, you know, YouTube videos as well. But I think so many times we forget. Like it's not just action, but it's and I forgot the phrase that he uses, but it's it's 10x action, if not more, that really is going to move you towards your goals and reach your success. And I think when we think about breaking through the noise and how exactly to do that, we don't realize that it's really that 10x philosophy that really makes that happen.
0: For sure,
2: for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. And who can go wrong with LastPass? My blood pressure has definitely gone down when you realize you don't have to remember all the different rules and all the different settings for each of these different websites. You have one password, you, you put it in and then you can connect with everything you need to from there.
0: Yeah,
2: I love it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: I would definitely say when you are building a team, make sure that you build a team culture that starts with your values, your purpose, and your mission. And when you do that, you will immediately move away from any kind of transactional relationship with your business. And building a team culture that aligns with you and where everyone is aligned on the vision of the company, on the values of the company, on the purpose of the company will always serve not only each other and you, but the vision and the audience and the community that you're trying to serve.
2: Yeah. And I think so many times we we lose sight of like why we're doing everything that we're doing. And I love that, that nugget just because it kind of allows us to do, I guess, the work internally to understand what our values and how that's going to translate into what it is that we're doing. And it sounds like it's kind of, for lack of a better term, a North Star related to our actions, who we're bringing on our team and everything that way.
0: For sure. If you are not clear on your values, you can go off track really easily. Somebody could give you advice and you take it and you don't know why you're taking it. It is that North Star. It is that heartbeat. It's going to keep you on track so that if and when you veer off track, you're like, what are my values? What is my purpose? What are my mission? Okay, I'm, I need to come back here. So, absolutely, it's your North Star for sure.
2: Yeah, I love that. And I love that heartbeat piece too, as well, too, because so many times we feel like something's not right and we don't know exactly what that is. But i often that might be that we're not in alignment with what it is that we started to do and where we want to ultimately go. For sure. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Trisha, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: I think being a CEO is, if I may, very similar to being a dancer. It requires discipline, it requires grit, it requires tenacity, and it requires consistency. And I have always had that as a dancer. And what I didn't know is that I would be applying it as the leader and CEO of my company. And it has served me tremendously. Also, if you think about repetition, how can you repeat processes? That's the same with plies. Dancers do a million plies. And once you understand that you need to repeat processes and systems that work, it's just like being a dancer.
2: Yeah, and, and I love that you you, you made that analogy because I think so many times I've been a big believer in that business and life a lot of times is in alignment with, you know, you know sport or, or being an athlete whatever that might be, the repetition that it takes to see that performance, it doesn't just happen that day that the person woke, wakes up and does a plié. They've done it over and over and over and over again and that repetition, that grit, falling down, getting all that you know, makes into building something really successful. So I love that definition. Thank you, Rich. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Trisha truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of the book, hear about the show and all the awesome things that you're working
0: on. Thank you so much. I think the one thing I would love to just add is that get really clear on who you are. And there are a lot of opportunities for us to mimic others or to pretend like we are someone who we aspire to be. And that is going to ultimately get in your way. It's ultimately going to slow you down. So I would love to just inspire and encourage and invite your audience and all of your CEOs to trust that who you are is enough and what you represent is truth. There are 7.8 billion people on this planet. Not all of them are going to resonate or align with what it is you have to say and who you're serving, but there are a few, a handful, maybe just one, but there are a handful of people who you can and will serve to your greatest ability. And so be who you are fully and authentically and let go of anybody that you are pretending to be or mimicking or desiring to be like. You are the person that we really want to hear from. And that's the one thing I want to leave with your audience. In terms of getting in touch with me, you can find me and everything that I talked about at com, and my book, The Influential Voice. You can find that at theinfluentialvoicebook.com. And I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Trisha truly appreciate that. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes. But I love that final point. I often say, like, if we run our own race, we can't lose. And I think we we get lost in running other people's races. We want to emulate who people are, what it is that they're doing. But it's so much power, it's so much power in being yourself. And I love that you said you're enough by being yourself, because I think so many times we need to hear that and remind ourselves of that. So thank you so much for the time you took, all the awesome work and and vision and, and execution you've been able to do as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thank you. And I forgot I wanted to offer your audience the free chapter to my book. If they want the first chapter for free, you can just grab that at the influentialvoicebook.com forward slash chapter.
2: Awesome. 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 We'll also have that in the show notes as well, too. So you can directly go there. But thank you so much for for that freebie. And of course, the time again, and I hope you have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you for listening to the IMCEO CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.